0: Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great Overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there. Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I'm going to be talking about rigid cases versus soft cases. Um, this isn't really something I've thought about a lot previously because I've always just had the cheap, you know, Plano crates or old Tupperware bins, things like that when I go camping. Um, but the more that I've gotten into it, the more that I've, you know, sort of taken trips, the more that I've seen the limitations of those things. They're they're hard, they're rigid, they don't pack down, they take up a ton of space, right? There are some pros and cons for sure. But There's a new thing called a Rux that I saw recently on Facebook, and I actually reached out to the company and was like, hey, would you come on and talk with me to one of the founders and actually the designer of this bag? And he said yes, surprisingly to me. So anyways, I'm going to have Tony Richardson from Rux with me today. Um, Again, the designer of this really awesome sort of semi-rigid slash soft waterproof bag that's great for gear, but also can fold down. So you know, for overlanding and things like that, taking stuff with you on a trip, but then unpacking it and not having to deal with that big, hard. Case and somewhere to put it, it's kind of nice to be able to fold it flat. Or when you get home and you unpack your gear, fold it flat, it takes up way less room on your shelf, that kind of thing. So, again, I'm going to kind of talk through that with him. I'm going to talk a little bit about that bag and I'm going to, have to compare it between rigid and soft cases and kind of the pros of both. So again, if you're looking for storage options for your overlanding gear, for your camping gear, for you know rock climbing gear, surfing gear, whatever you got, right? anything related to storing gear, um, this will be a great episode for you because there's going to be tons of great info and pros and cons of both to help you make a good decision for your setup. So if you want to learn more about that, stay tuned and we'll get into it. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah. So we got Tony here for a reason because he uh, is the co-founder of a company called Rux, which I actually randomly stumbled across on Facebook of all places and kind of saw their bags and thought they were really interesting. And so then we got connected and I was talking to him about how I have all rigid stuff, storage containers, right? Like I've got 108 quart big Plano crates that I have to lift up they weigh 100 pounds each and put them in the back of my truck and I've got a gun case that stays on the roof of my rooftop tent that stores like my fold-down toilet and shovels and that sort of stuff um and I've just only ever had rigid, but I've never the Rux thing is really cool because it's so unique. So again, today we wanted to talk a little bit about like the benefits, the pros and cons of each, both rigid and then like a soft shell option. And I'll put up here some like pictures and images while we're talking. I'll put over top of it some stuff of what the Rux is because it's kind of hard to imagine if you've never seen it. But Tony, you could probably tell us just to start kind of a little bit about the Rux and how it came to be and and why it's designed the way it is. That may help. Sure. It's uh, so Rux is
1: basically, I mean rucks is a company where i'm trying to build actually a system um for packing and storing and transporting and moving your gear um and then the RUX 70 which is kind of our main flagship product 70 liter and if you just saw a picture of it it would look a lot like a bin like some sort of rigid bin but it's in fact a bag um and then we've built in a bunch of uh features to give it structure so it's we're trying to combine the best of kind of like soft duffel bag type of technology with uh rigid bin sort of usability
0: yeah that makes perfect sense yeah that's when i saw it i think that i saw the part where it shows it as like a bin and then it shows it collapsed down to like be almost flat and i was like that's so cool because like we talked a little bit before we got on here like my giant 108 quart Plano crates they're rid they stay they don't go anywhere right when I get home even if I unload all my gear from it or whatever I I still have to store that like in my basement there is an entire row of shelves that is just Plano crates and it's you know you just can't do anything with them and and like especially in overlanding the kind of the stuff that you know I'm in and my audience is into like there are a lot of times when we may get to camp and like take all of our stuff out but then you got to do something with that crate and move stuff around same with again particularly at home right like it's if you're talking about uh, cons of rigid cases, it's definitely storage if you have to move it in and out of your vehicle. So yeah, and, and that's where
1: rocks. I mean, I've used I, I've used some rigid ca- cases and that kind of thing, but uh, I mostly used um, sort of duffel bags. I came a lot from the outdoor world, and so duffel bags were always a huge part of trips and van life and all that sort of thing. And they're great because you can cram them into nooks and crannies and everything but when you actually go to load them and use them obviously uh, uh they're often you know they just kind of flop down until you've got a bunch of stuff in there and then you kind yeah. of like fight and get stuff in there so we wanted to yeah still maintain that ability for it to squish and you know even if you're trying to slide it into the back seat of your truck or something if it's a box yeah. it doesn't go whereas with a, a rucks, you can still kind of like rumple it down and get it in there and and make it work for
0: uh smaller spaces yeah that's awesome well and you mentioned too earlier and i love this analogy i was telling you that i use like a backpack right a lot so like i've got my rigid cases that stores my like always on gear my summer my winter my cooking stuff like that's my three plano crates but then i have this backpack that it's not really a hiking backpack like it's like a big like tactical looking backpack it's stupid i don't know why i have it but um it looks cool and i bought it so but i I pack all my stuff into it but like sometimes i'll be taking like a 300 watt hour like little battery pack and i lot of some other small battery packs and like a fan for example if it's summer or you know things like pieces for my diesel heater and stuff like that and you brought up this point which was fantastic where it's like yeah but then you put all that stuff down in there but then you to get it out you have to unpack the whole thing to get to the stuff in the bottom right like versus like I, that's what I like about the rucks is like it's big enough and it's rigid enough that I can have that battery in this corner and this stuff over here, and then sort of organize and set it all up, still have that advantage of being able to crumple it down and kind of just throw it anywhere that you want, but it's semi rigid enough and big enough that you can store stuff in it, not just linearly, but you know, around the entire box, which is really cool. Yeah. Like
1: I, I've always, you know, I think backpacks are still, I mean like all of these things, like we are kind of talking about, like there's always going to be a place for a rigid case because of sure certain things that it can provide and there's always going to be a place for backpacks because if you're carrying something for a long distance then that's what they're made for but uh again rux is this like weird (laughs) we're kind of trying to fit into this like in between space where often you use a backpack when you just need something that goes on your back but most of the time it's just going to be a container that you pull stuff in and out of so rux is that's where rocks is as in, uh, you know, it's, it carries, it can carry like a backpack, but it's not a backpack. Yeah. And it's still very, very much a bin um, for the, you know, often, uh, whatever, like 90% of the time when it's just sitting there holding your stuff and you're yeah. pulling it out
0: yeah so and I'll try and I'm really bad about like going down rabbit holes so (laughs) I'm going to take full responsibility here for driving us in a lot of directions but so we're talking about pros if we start with pros of like rigid and pros of let's say like a a semi-rigid or a soft like the rucks um, I mean I think for me the pros of like the plano crates and stuff is rigidity and toughness right like you could sit on it or use it as like a stool or something to reach up to the top of your truck. So there's some pros there for sure. Waterproofness I think is nice about the rigid cases. Although I think that the Rux is pretty waterproof, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: made of waterproof. We call it weatherproof. Yeah. And we it. have plans to make a fully waterproof, you know, like rubber made seal, like kind of <laughs> uh, type one. Um, we just say weatherproof right now, just so that people aren't, you know, thrown off if, Cause it's, sure. it's like a bungee kind of skirt. That okay. Yeah.
0: That's the lid on. Yeah. Well, and that's perfect. I mean, that's the thing too, is like for, at least for anybody that I know that does overlanding, like we're not divers, deep sea divers or anything. So I don't yeah. need waterproof. Yeah. I just yeah. need to, if I throw it in the back of the truck, have it be like dust proof-ish and, and waterproof-ish, right? Like I'm not going to soak it probably, but it might get rained on. It might sit out overnight and stuff like that. So yeah, that that's, that's what
1: we're, that's That was the sort of like, okay, how much does it have to do at this point? You know, like I said, of course, we've got yeah. big dreams to make them the ultimate everything for everyone. But uh, uh, right now it's like, yeah, if it can
0: just keep the rain out, well, that's good yeah. enough. Yeah, that's perfect. Because like a backpack, if you were talking real like soft storage or like even some of those... There are some of those that have like the roll down tops, I feel like, and the clasps that those are waterproof, but they're very not rigid at all. Or that's better for like bedding or things like that, but it's not something you're going to use to put like, recovery gear into or heavy metal things or cooking stuff or anything like that. Whereas like the Rucks, I love that the the possibilities, right? There's so much, so many different ways you could use it and so much stuff you could put in it. So that's what was interesting to me when I saw it because I'm like, ooh, it combines the benefits of a soft case with the benefits of a rugged, rigid case, right? Um, but so that's a big pro for it. I like the so the weatherproof stuff, waterproof stuff is a pro of both the rucks and that, but maybe not so much for like a backpack or something soft. Um I like the packability of it, right? That, to your point, they're very similar, the rigid and the the rucks, whereas like a backpack is very linear and everything has to go down in it. Um, So that's kind of a con of that, I guess you would say. Um, But so there's there's a lot of pros. It's funny because if you look at it like almost like a SWOT analysis, like the rucks is, to your point, exactly right in the middle, right? Like it still has some of the benefits of the soft stuff, but it has a lot of the benefits and not really many of the downsides of the rigid cases, which is really fascinating.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the one thing that we've, we've been asked about in comparison to say a rigid case is uh, you know, like it doesn't lock. It's it's a Mm. bag. It's made out of fabric. So if you've got it strapped or sitting in the back of your truck or, you know, something, then, you know, somebody could cut it open and get at it. But again, in overlanding terms, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that, if you're that concerned you put it inside your locked vehicle or whatever
0: yeah well it's like my backpack right like i wouldn't leave my that's why kind of part of why i put the stuff in my backpack is like that's maybe my more valuable stuff like my expensive batteries or my jump starter for my truck if something that i need to keep dry and safe that sort of stuff um camera gear that sort of thing will go in there too so like that to me makes sense but i mean like i i also know a lot of overlanders that have like door systems and built-in like storage systems in their vehicle um and I have gear in my truck all the time. Like if I don't have to put it outside, even if I have a rigid case, I'm still gonna put it in my truck. Like it's still yeah. preferable. Um, yeah, yeah. I just use the rigid ones outside when I have to, you know? So, so yeah. Um, so what about cons? If we talk about cons a little bit. I mean, obviously the big one for rigid is it's rigid. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it takes up the same amount of space whether it's half empty, full, or totally empty, right? So that's definitely a big con, I think, of the the hard stuff. Um, I mean, maybe I guess you said the one about like because the rucks is a bag, right? Like it could get broken into again if you're just if you make bad decisions and leave it out, right? Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: I mean, in in the same way that, uh, you know, I always think of rucks being in between. Duffel bags and hard cases yeah. and duffel bag is, I mean, also going to be, you know, susceptible, susceptible to that.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's, that's again, looking at it like a SWOT analysis, right? Like the Rex eliminates a lot of the stuff that is a negative of like crumpling down, not having structure, um, not being waterproof, right? Like all this stuff that my backpack doesn't do, but the rigid box does, it does. So that's really, really interesting to think of it that way. Yeah. Um, other cons. Yeah. I, I don't know of any other, I mean, the rigid boxes, I, I guess you could say cost. Cost is always a concern, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, it it's also funny because we try to not... Uh,
1: it would probably depend on which um, type of boxes you're comparing to. Obviously, you yeah, can sure. go down to the hardware store and buy like a $10 right. plastic bin that's the same size as the Rux. Sure. Um, and that's a, that's a you know,
0: we're never going to be that. Uh, yeah. Well, and it's a much higher then, quality... Know, I mean, more ta- like technical product too, but I mean, there's also the same thing in rigid cases, right? Like Pelican cases are really expensive. Like the name brand, actual, real sealed box, a Rome case. I mean, like yeah. if you're familiar with those, those like 95 liter big Rome cases that like people strap to the roof of their vehicles. Those are like three or four, or five hundred bucks. I mean, they're expensive. They're expensive. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So I guess in that in that way, they're we're we're kind of on that. We're definitely in that zone, you know? Like yeah black hole duffels, those kinds of cases yeah as soon as you get into like a good piece of kit it's it's a bit pricey
0: but that's it's funny too because i've done a few episodes about this recently where like when i started a few years ago i father of two right midwestern guy i i'm cheap i was raised that way it's like oh if i can save a couple bucks on this thing i'm gonna do it and i've been doing this for about five years now and i've had so many sets of Chairs, for example, because I bought the cheapest one that that fit my needs at that time. And then it broke the third time out or, you know, like there's, I, and I've over the last year, year and a half, I've gone across the spectrum where I've said, and now I'm, I'm recommending for people. I'm like, okay, wait, really think about your priorities, right? Like think about what you need to do with your gear and then be willing to spend once to get a good piece of gear that actually makes sense and is going to last you for the long term, instead of just going to Walmart and buying that $10 bin, that's going to get a crack in it. The first time it falls out of the bed of the truck, or it gets hit with a piece of gear or something inside of it topples over, you know, like it seems like you're saving money, but you're really not. And it's, they don't work as well. Right. Like yeah. you're making a lot of sacrifices with that. So,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's so actually to that point, I'm, like one of the things that we've tried to do with rocks is make a good piece of gear and we've actually made it all come apart so that you can re- repair and re- replace yeah. parts and you know it's like that that kind of design for disassembly mentality and yeah. then also um and this is coming from like the outdoor world and and maybe more like kind of duffel bags and that sort of thing but uh we like to think that with a rucks if you're if you're putting your stuff into this bin and it's a little bit more protected than chucking it in the bottom of a soft bag and you know your ski boots and your goggles and like everything's just going to go into the into the washing machine you pull it all out you're like oh no my goggles are cracked uh so in that regard we're trying to also you know it's kind of like it's kind of our take on sustainability, I guess, in this yeah. world is like, ah, just make your stuff last a little longer. Just like look after it a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Well, and all that gear is expensive, right? I mean, whether it's overlanding gear, bits and pieces of that are expensive. I mean, some people have like $300 stopes, you know, yeah. that we're totally. putting in a $10 Walmart bin. <laughs> yeah, And to yeah, your point, it's, it's like yeah. Is that really what you want to use to protect your gear? Like one crack and all of a sudden it's sit outside and you're in your back of your truck for four nights in the rain and it's just ruined. Like, that's yeah, a great yeah. point.
1: Yeah. That, that's a, that there we've, you know, we get all sorts of comments um, on our social media and stuff and people are like, Oh, it's a, it's a $250 uh, rubber made bin. And uh, <laughs> we like to say, yeah, but, if you're looking at this and you're into these kinds of activities, you should add up h- how much all the gear that you're putting in there is worth. Like <laughs> ski boots nowadays, or, you know, like 500 plus dollars and goggles and helmets and like all of this kind of stuff. And you're yeah. like, Oh, I've got like five grand worth of Jack, you know, Arc'teryx jackets, and you know, you name it. It's like in the bottom of a, in the bottom of an Ikea bag or something.
0: You're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, it's funny too, because like, that's how my Plano crates are too. Like they're like, and even those, those are cheap, but they're still about 50 bucks a piece. I mean, I'm $150 into those three bins, but like one of them, the latch is broken on it. I mean, I've had them for a few years, but like one of them, the latch is broken. So it's not quite as tight of a seal. So what happens if I'm driving down the road and that lid flies off and it's raining or mud's flying up or what, you know, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of us Overlander people, we really don't think there are a ton of people like myself that are very budget-minded and very cheap, and and it, it seems fine until it's not. <laughs> like yeah. it seems like a good idea until, to your point, you lose a, a three hundred dollar piece of gear, five hundred dollar piece of gear, something gets ruined or blows out the back or something. Like, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it to spend some money. Plus, I mean you know, that, that design and the sustainability is really important too. Like as people that care about the environment and want to be able to enjoy it as much as possible for as long as possible, we pick up trash when we go out. Like I get very angry when I go to a campsite over and over and over again, every time. And it's full of trash. It's like my kids already know the first time, first time we pull up, I've got a trash bag on the back of my spare tire and they just get out and start picking up. (laughs) They just go around and we pick up the gun casings, shell casings and the beer cans and bottles and everything. Like that's just, built into them now because i've built it into them but it took a while right like but we're all into that we like that sustainability i like the i love the idea of of the replacement stuff like yeah. being able to repair and replace the bag because again like with those plano crates like those plastic clasps i can't buy those they don't sell replacements like it's a 50 dollar box they just expect you to buy another 50 dollar box every three to four years probably so right. and then you're just yeah. putting that I mean, all back in the trash
1: <laughs> yeah which is is kind of a shame because that's a lot of the product that for one little bit if yeah. you could just put a new latch on there and yeah keep going uh you know that keep a keep a bunch of plastic out of the out of the, the landfill
0: yeah that's yeah. everything's plastic nowadays i'm i'm afraid so
1: can't get away yeah which stuff. isn't a bad thing it's yeah just getting the most out of it is, is, yeah you know yeah. like that's i think we've all come to the realization that real uh, recycling is a little bit of a, you know, it's not quite, it's all cracked up to be. So in my mind, it's just puts yeah. it back on the consumer to
0: just make the most of what they got. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. So kind of thinking through everything that we've talked about, we want to do like final thoughts, kind of like, like I can give you, and you know, I know that you're not necessarily an overlander per se, which is totally fine, mm. but like, I could give you kind of my idea for how I see using the rucks bag you know in conjunction with the hard cases like I kind of see a place for both for sure um I could give you that and then you could give feedback and stuff on that what you think and you could talk about like the hiking side like I'm sure that I have a lot of like just outdoors people that like to hike and stuff like that so like maybe final thoughts on like why whatever a rucks or a rigid case may be best does that sound good sure yeah Okay, cool. So so yeah, I think the way that my, my stuff will lay out is I've always got one heavy, rigid Plano crate that is like the seasonal stuff, right? The stuff that I've just got in my garage and I can throw it in the back of the truck and be ready to go, that's fine. I'm already storing it. To your point, when we talked earlier, like some people have stuff dialed in and if you're dialed in, fine, like don't change it, right? But if you're looking to optimize it, that's when you want to kind of look at your setup. Where my weak point is though, is not so much in that, but it's like, what am I taking for that trip? sometimes I might be going to use propane and I might need my stove and my regulator. And I might need, you know, like a small battery to recharge stuff. Um, or maybe I'm not going to use propane at all. Maybe I'm going to use a fire pit and cook over it. So I don't need any of that stuff that goes with that gear. So my setup changes every time and I've been throwing it in a backpack, but like we talked about, it's like, every time I get to camp, I'm digging through this backpack. My clothes are strewn about, like everything's dirty. I lose things constantly cause I can't find anything that's kind of where I see the rucks fitting in is that that will be like my go bag, if you will. So when it's time to get ready for a trip and pack up, I can grab my stuff I know I have to take, but then the rucks will be where all the stuff goes that I need just for that trip. And my backpack could just be like what it should be, right? Like clothes, maybe like deodorant, toothbrush, that kind of stuff could go in my backpack and just be thrown in the floorboards of my, my truck. So that's kind of, I like the idea of both. Again, like, and I love that the rucks, if I don't have room in the back, my kids want to go with me, it's weatherproof, right? I can take it, strap it down in the bed of the truck. It's still going to stack up with stuff and it could go back there. So I've got options for both. So that's kind of how, for overlanding anyways, I see the pros and cons working out for me where both I think is a good, a mix of the two is a good setup.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Yeah, I mean, that that pretty much nails it because, I mean, I just uh, I just went on a road trip, um, which is funny because, you know, over the past couple years, I've barely left. squamish and then finally i I went on a road trip with my buddy down to california and we went rock climbing and i took all the rocks with me we had like seven of them in the car and uh it was like i mean i use them for everything and you're right like there's places where maybe a more rigid thing or we're working on rocks with you know sort of internal rigid walls and that sort of thing so that you could just use those as your rigid bins um but yeah they they really shine in that zone where it's the stuff you're kind of pulling in and out uh some of it's soft stuff you know like sleeping gear and sure it takes up a bunch of room but you can squish it down and get it into that yeah. like spot like up at the top when you've got everything packed in there right and and or you know it's your clothes and I just kept my stuff in like the and I, it, we've got kind of divider bags and stuff things that go inside so you can keep yeah. it even more organized so I would have like my clean clothes my dirty clothes and through the trip I just like yeah. rifled through the stuff and everything stayed
0: <laughs> pretty yeah. well
1: organized uh Ugh. and and then yeah it's 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 good I guess you know in the pros and cons of uh, rocks versus a hard bin um one thing we got going for us is just like the straps more like a more like a duffel bag yeah. and if you do need to like, you know, you don't just have to grab it like yeah, like a bin and oh, I pull do, it right? out. it's of those handles, you can literally kind of like
0: swing them around and move them yeah.
1: and yeah. Love that. So they're they're handy like that.
0: Yeah, that makes me think of I last September I went to the upper peninsula of Michigan. And we there's like a four day uh, event up there, like an overlanding event kind of like based out of like a base camp. And then you go out and you hit trails and stuff. But there were a couple of days where we would hit like a parking lot at the edge of like a trail. And then we had to hike like a mile, mile and a half back into the woods. Now I wasn't taking like a ton of gear. We weren't going to camp back there or anything, but I mean, I did have like camera gear and audio gear and a drone and clothes. And like, it was kind of cold in the morning, but it was going to get warmer. So like I had a sweatshirt that I had to do something with, um, and so like, I, and I didn't want to take my backpack cause it wasn't big enough for all that stuff. Like, it, so I ended up like having like a shoulder bag with like some stuff in it and then carrying like my drone with another bag and like just had all this stuff on me because like, I couldn't take a hard case. Like, I'm not going to, to your point, carry this big thing. That's like, you know, my wingspan for a mile and a half back to this waterfall we were going to, to take yeah. these <laughs> videos and pictures and stuff, but like a rucks would have been perfect because yeah. it's big enough that I could put all that stuff in it and still be able to wear it like a backpack so yeah you yeah. can swing it over your shoulder it's,
1: yeah it's not yeah. like it's not like not going to want to go for set off of the, you know like this <laughs> crest trail with it but uh yeah. if it's just to get a couple miles down the down the trail then yeah and you just need more hands and it's uh it's kind of perfect for
0: that yeah yeah I love that well, I love that I've learned a lot about it tonight on this talk because this is definitely good but like I that's I I feel like too part of problem the problem with like overlanders and people like me is like we see a thing and then we we put it in a category right Hmm. and that's another thing that I like about this bag bag slash bin is that there's a million ways you can use it right whereas again to your point with the rigid stuff like it's a crate that's going to go in the back of a vehicle you're not carrying that very you know farther than 10 feet away from the truck um but i love that you know at least people that are listening to this or watching this or learning a little bit about it to where they could go oh yeah i do need something bigger than like a backpack that's not quite as linear as a backpack to carry stuff or you know there this may be a good piece of gear for a lot of people they just didn't even realize that it existed you know yeah i I mean
1: that's another big big hope of ours uh sort of in the same vein as uh people you know looking after their gear a little bit more it's just that you know people it's a product that people kind of have to figure out, and yeah. it's adaptable to all different settings, and I mean obviously, as a business, we want everyone to see a, a purpose for it, but it's it's pretty intentional that you could take straps off, you can put straps on, you can make it whatever you want it to be, so um, yeah, just trying to make it make it as,
0: uh, I don't know, appealing
1: to as many people as possible.
0: yeah yeah I love it well cool well, I think we covered the pros and cons of rigid versus soft I think that you know again I learned a lot and I think that that this is not one or the other really the is any anyways like that's what I can't wait to kind of learn more about it and see it in person because I want to I want to see how I can figure out unique ways to use it in overlanding but because I'm sure there are a ton of different ways yeah I, I'm, so.
1: I'm stoked to I'm stoked to see what what you do with it uh yeah because yeah we've we've had a lot of interest in the uh, overland and you know van van life and yeah um, I bet. And all the those kind of communities and uh and yeah, we're starting to get you know we're so new that we're just starting to get like
0: lots of really <laughs> solid feedback, so any, yeah.
1: anything we figure out
0: fire our way. <laughs> yeah will do so awesome so yeah again tony thanks so much for being with me i appreciate it i, I hope you had fun i hope it wasn't a, a slog was for you. too bad no that was
1: fun yeah <laughs> awesome.
0: well yeah um guys thank you guys listening on the podcast thanks everybody watching on youtube um of course i will put links in the description down below to rux if you want to go check this stuff out it's awesome like i said i mean i've Randomly stumbled on it, and I was like, immediately, like I have to reach out to these guys and try and connect to them because it just seems so cool and, and useful. Um, so, definitely go down in the description below, check out the links to their stuff. Um, and if you have any questions, post up in the comments below. And as always, in the description as well, will be links to Facebook, Instagram, podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on the podcast. There's the Patreon page. There's also uh, the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group, which is about 5,000 people now. It's been about six months, and we're at 5,000 people already of wow. newbie overlanders that aren't getting beat up on like in the bigger groups where people just lambast each other. So <laughs> it's a pretty cool group. So if, you, if you're not in that and you want to be in your own Facebook, definitely come join that as well. But uh, again, thanks Tony for being with me and uh, we will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks Jason. Yep. All right guys. So as you saw, that was Tony from Rux and we had a really great conversation about you know, hard versus soft storage. Again, I don't think that there's a wrong or a right answer. I plan to use both. I'm excited to use the Rux bag for like certain pieces of gear uh, that I kind of pack, not for every single trip, but like when I go to pack my unique gear for that trip, that's where that stuff can go. Um, but then I'm also going to keep my rigid cases, right? For all the stuff that always stays the same, my cooking gear, all that stuff that's kind of always the same, um, I'll keep in the rugged cases so that I can just throw them in and out of the truck. Um, but so again, I hope that that was helpful information for you. I hope that that gave you some ideas for how you could use both rigid or soft cases. Um, of course, if you have any questions about the RUX stuff, um, I do have one here now, so I'm gonna be testing it. I'm gonna be doing a video on that in the future. If you have thoughts on uh rigid versus soft bags i'd love to hear from you Um, post up in the comments down below again there will be links to the ruck stuff below as well and then my facebook instagram uh, patreon page there's a newbie overlanders facebook group i've got a podcast so if you're new to the channel and just checking this stuff out but you're into camping overlanding gear stuff like that or overlanding in general definitely click that subscribe button i'd love to have you as a subscriber but again thanks for watching thanks for listening and we will see you guys next week